everyone. Welcome to Help, I'm in my 20s. Emily here with my lovely superstar co-host, Brianna. And today we're super excited to have our male guest back, Mark, who is just super talkative and we love. Um, and super his amazing talkative. girlfriend, Kaylin, that we're just super excited. And we're going to talk about long distance relationships um, and just all that it entails, just because I know that everyone kind of in their 20s goes into very different directions and long distance relationships I feel like have become a lot more common um, but not everyone knows how to talk about them and so it'll be a super fun episode and we're super excited to have Mark back and to welcome Kaylin so thank you guys so much for being here today. Thank you. Thanks for having us. I can't think of a better way to be introduced than a super talkative, so it's an honor. <laughs> it was like in the best is... way possible. Yeah. Well, and Kaylin like, can affirm that, that that's true. It, it is true. Mark is a talkative person, but it's good. It's good. Thank he always you. has something important to say, though. It's Aww. Yes. Thanks, Kaylin. <laughs> what a great... Yeah. Also love how he's our he's our male guest and yeah. we haven't had any other ones yet so, yeah. so I, I also listened to his episode which okay. was lovely. <laughs> so if any guy wants to dethrone mark true we we welcome it i'm just kidding we love you. <laughs> i will i will constantly be on the throne as long as i can yeah yeah great of course reigning king um so for our listeners, um, hopefully they have already met Mark via um, your episode, um, but I would love you both could just introduce yourself. Um, you can kind of share whatever um, you feel is pertinent to who you are and what you're up to right now, um, and then also share, like, how you guys met and started dating. Kaylin, you go first. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm nervous to go first. The podcast needs to hear your voice before mine. They're sick right, of me. You're right. Yeah. They they already know you're talkative. They already know I'm talkative. I turned up. Need to hear. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, I'm Kaylin. <laughs> uh, I currently live in St. Louis, Missouri. I am a labor and delivery nurse here. Um. I basically ended up in St. Louis for my job. I'm from Colorado originally, kind of like Mark said, we went to the same high school. Um, We didn't necessarily meet in high school. I think that would be a little bit of a stretch, but um, (laughs) I, yeah, so I spent my entire life in Denver, like grew up living in the house that my parents still live in, um, and then decided to go to Missouri for college, of all places. but yeah, it just kind of dragged my life into the Midwest, and I stayed here for an extra couple of years to get experience nursing in labor and delivery, because you know that's what I love and what I want to do. Um, so I'm kind of at the tail end of my contract with the hospital that I work at here. So 2021 is an exciting year to be starting, because I'm probably going to be making a lot of changes. So yeah, I guess that's me little intro. Is that plenty? <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, for those of you who didn't, I guess, meet me on the last podcast, my name's Mark, and I currently live in Santa Barbara, California, and I've been here for about seven years now, a little over seven years, I think. Went to college here with Bree and Emily, so that's how we met, and Westmont, um, college 
And since then, I've just been working in town. Um, I'm definitely passionate about music. I'm passionate about philosophy, ideas, ethics. I love talking about things. And recently, um, have been, I guess this is in the same strain of music, but working on some projects that are about to come out. So would love your support with any of those. Um, you can look at Kieran's profile. I may have said this before, but shameless plug for Kieran McKenzie Clark. I've been producing for him. Check out his music. I that's like kind it. of what I. That's kind of all I've been doing recently. It's been a little busy, actually. No job. I'm out of a job again because of COVID. So it's my good job to be busy, is music though. right now. It is good. Yeah, it feels yeah. nice to have some direction. I feel like maybe even last time I was on the podcast, I was kind of like, "What am I doing right now?" And definitely, <laughs> was, yeah. I feel like that's all of us in our 20s. Yeah, that's kind of the whole entire stage of life. That that is like the stage of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Help. You're you're on brand, Mark. (laughs) Okay, sweet. I'm glad I fit the vibe. Yeah. Um, So you guys met in high school and obviously are living in different cities right now. So can you just talk about a little bit about how you kind of started long distance and just a little bit about the beginning? Yeah, so basically the way that it happened was that I was sitting at home on my laptop, (laughs) which has like been most of my life in the last year, and I had deleted social media for a good portion of of quarantine, I think because I was doing it for Lent. So this was in April, right after Easter, I think, um, that I like hopped back on Facebook and, you know, I was checking out what was going on. And then um, I saw a photo of Kaylin and she was holding up her nursing badge, wearing these really cute glasses and was kind of like doing a soft smile into the camera. And which is what she's known for her, her adorable soft smile. And I was like, dang, like, I was like, I remember this girl from high school and she's like so cute. And obviously she was cute in high school too, but I just hadn't seen a photo of her in like years she like both of us had grown up a lot um and I remember you know her being kind of like mysterious in high school like I could never like I felt like I couldn't talk to her like that's a really generous way of putting it (laughs) Kaylin will tell you more about that but anyways I messaged her on Facebook so the Facebook DM sealed the fate and I basically one I thought she was attractive but two I was really impressed by the fact that she was a nurse and was working as a, um, you know, during a pandemic as a frontline healthcare worker. I don't know if frontline is the right word or not. Is it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. sometimes I feel bad taking claim to that term because I don't usually work directly with COVID. Anything that's out of the house is pretty much frontline. It still was pretty scary at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. And like you had contact with COVID patients who were like giving babies and stuff like that giving what am I saying um (laughs) so yeah piggyback off of that and tell them kind of the rest okay yeah so Mark messaged me on Facebook and I um was pleasantly surprised and I told him that (laughs) Uh, because I yeah mutually did not know Mark in high school um, but knew enough of him and we'd been following each other for long enough and as you guys kind of mentioned earlier he 
is talkative, and I don't know if you can already tell this from what he's had to say about himself and his interests. Uh, he is an interesting person to follow. Uh, so he did a lot of photography in college, and um, I had noticed that on Instagram like years ago, and so I had kind of started like reading his captions a little bit, and just really knew who he was, and it's kind of one of those things where I wished that I had known him while I was at home, truly, um, especially the more that I kind of just grew and developed in college and understood that I myself would get along really well with a person like him, because um, as Mark described it, I was a mysterious type in high school when really I was just super shy. <laughs> <laughs> like super shy um but like yeah, the cute in, quiet girl yeah. in college I had a lot of those moments of like ah oh, dang like I wish I had talked to this person while I was still there so then when he messaged me I was like oh my god it kind of made me feel oh. like a celebrity a little bit I was like I was like yeah. you know she was like yeah I've seen your stuff and I was like what do you mean like <laughs> I was like, like, how, are you like a fan like a of me? Of like, what should I? Stalker. Yeah. Mark <laughs> like to believe that. But... <laughs> she's not. She's not. I, I promise. Didn't you. Know who he was. I was. I was aware of what he was up to. And, I know. My ego got the best of me. At least to a degree. So. Yes. Yeah, I guess that's that's the beginning. Well, then from there, because obviously Kaylin was in St. Louis and I was at the time in Colorado, kind of sheltering in place at my parents' house. Um, I asked her, like, um, we started FaceTiming and one of my questions was basically, hey, the next time I may be able to meet you in person would be December when we're both home for Christmas. Would you, you know, but since that's a long time away, this was back in, in April. I was like, do you want to FaceTime beforehand? And what did you say, Kaylin? You were like, you were like, uh, FaceTime. Is that weird? You were like, (laughs) FaceTime. Is that weird? And you were like, no, you were like, sure. I don't know. It was like something really funny, a very funny response. Yeah. So then we started FaceTiming pretty quickly, like a week in, maybe even like four or five days in, like admitted our crushes on each other. (laughs) Kaylin said that she liked my biceps in this one photo. That is not what I said. Yes, it is. No, it is not, Mark. (laughs) I think we need some read receipts. Yeah, we we need some read receipts. I'm not saying that I didn't, but I would never (laughs) be that... Okay, sorry, not biceps. You said I had nice arms. That is accurate. I said you had nice veins. Veins, okay. True. <laughs> okay, wait. Um, just to clarify, maybe I missed it. What was Mark? What was your like opening line to her when you messaged her? Yeah. Yeah. So the the slide into the DMs was classic Mark fashion. Just about the most polite thing you could be. Just like simple, nice guy. Not trying to make any, like, jokes or, like, actually be cool in a DM. Like, here's some witty phrase that I looked up on the internet and I'm sending to you now. Instead, I was like, hi, Kaylin. I know we went to high school together and I really think it's interesting that you're a nurse. Tell me more about that, you know? And he said, and yeah. I quote, it's really great to see a fellow warrior doing good things. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. The warrior, we were Arapahoe warriors. That was our high school. Fellow warrior. I can't believe I said fellow warrior. 
How are you not like totally turned <laughs> off by that? <laughs> you would be amazed by the cheesy or like oh, things that so if you're interested in a guy, yeah. you, you give him the slide. You mm-hmm. do notice it. You're like, oh wow, okay, that was a little cheesy, but I'll I'll give it to you. Mm-hmm. Right. Good Maybe thing she did. Otherwise, I know this yeah. episode wouldn't be happening, or your no. relationship. No. Right, but mostly this. Episode. But this episode. <laughs> yeah. Responded. Mostly this episode, just for time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, and continue, then, Mark. Kaylin, <laughs> you tell the part of the story where something quite dramatic happened. Oh my gosh, the drama. The um, phone call. First of all, I'd like to go back to when um, I told Mark that I liked his veins to clarify that he sent me this photo of him like cutting a strawberry or something I don't know Um, (laughs) very difficult strenuous work I know I know but I was like oh my gosh those veins look like ropes on his arms which is only something I noticed because I'm a labor and delivery nurse and I stick IVs in people all the time you gotta poke people all the time (laughs) he also looks great but um I just thought it was a funny thing to say it wasn't it was kind of weird but it's over now so and you're still together so yeah anyway um any on to something more important so mark and i are facetiming quite a bit and i am quickly realizing that we have a lot in common um and yeah just a lot of meaningful and important things to talk about and develop our thoughts on together and uh i don't know i had an entire week coming up off of work it was mother's day weekend as well and i had been quarantining outside of going to work um for like a month and a half probably um and i just decided i'm gonna go home to meet this boy (laughs) and hang out with my parents so i woke up before i had to go to work one night and I called my mom and I was like, what would you think about me coming home this weekend? I don't want to, you know, rock the boat with COVID anything, especially. And I'm interested in seeing Mark. How would you guys feel about that? And my parents were super accepting and like understanding of why I would want to do that. Um, just see my immediate family and spend Mother's Day with my mom, which I haven't done in like five years. So, um, yeah, I bought a plane ticket. That and, and called me afterwards. And I called him <laughs> afterwards and I was like, I'm coming home so we can hang out. <laughs> and I found it quite attractive actually because she wasn't like, she didn't like ask me like, hey, how do you feel about this? She was just like, I want to do this and just like took the initiative. And I was like, that's sexy. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, dang, this girl is taking initiative right now. Let's go. And then I took initiative like just a couple of days afterwards, Caitlin and I went on a couple of dates and I was like, Hey, you know, I'm not really looking. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I know you're going back to St. Louis, but like, let's just like make this a thing now, you know? Yeah, so I left, I left Denver that week with um, some roses and a long distance relationship. <laughs> Both were very great things. So. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so had either of you been in a long distance relationship before um I had not just for about a summer um mm. yeah but it was like we had been dating for a while beforehand and then had that summer so 
a little different. I don't think I necessarily yeah. count that, but okay. Mark, what, what about you, you Mark? Yeah, so I hadn't even really thought about this much, but I guess our our paths are quite different in this sense because I was doing long distance for an entire year, well, close to a year, like a school year from an August until a May back in like 2014 to 2015. I was dating a girl that I started to date my senior year of high school and then we dated into college. Um, and my experiences with long distance um were not good they were very bad <laughs> for multiple reasons one I realized that like I'm a very present person and I like to you know I like to be caught up in the community that's around me and then two I found myself like not really I, I found myself being very loyal as a boyfriend at a distance and the person that I was dating in my opinion at the time was kind of like not really putting like, you know, was kind of caught up in a bunch of other things. So I, there was this tension between me wanting to be present, but also like trying to serve my relationship and then also feeling like hurt that my, you know, significant other at that time was kind of like, I was kind of like de-escalating in like priorities, like as far as like a list of, of things goes. Um, and then that kind of made me like become a little bit like controlling and a little bit like possessive. So I definitely learned some, some difficult lessons through that, but lessons that shaped me to this day. And I honestly, I mean, this is the first time I think I've ever verbalized this before, but I think if I didn't like fail in that long distance relationship, I don't think I would know really how to do this. Um, and luckily Caitlin and I have had a pretty easy time. Um, there, it hasn't been without like a bump here or there, but um, relatively, you know, it's just like night and day as far as like good and bad goes. Like this has been overwhelmingly good. And that past relationship was overwhelmingly like bad at a distance, especially after like the longer it went into that semester, like the second semester of college, the spring of that freshman year of college for me was just pretty rough. Um, and the circumstances of, of that relationship were a lot different too. So I think Kaylin mm -hmm. and I meeting, I told myself that I was never going to do distance again after that relationship. Mm -hmm. <laughs> then I met Kaylin and I was like, yeah, I'm totally doing distance again. I was like, there's no freaking way I'm letting this girl <laughs> off the line. I was like, she is just so awesome. And yep. I knew that we would have a unique opportunity to kind of like build a really solid foundation with each other that's more focused on like companionship which is something that I always really wanted where you're like you know you're a close friend to the person that you're dating as well mm -hmm. and you just look after each other and take good care of each other and sometimes it's easy in person to get like so caught up in like the romance and like um you know the other stuff and <laughs> you're stealing and so, the okay all right I'll, I'll give it over to Kaylin <laughs> now you talk <laughs> thanks I guess I don't have too much to say. I, something I do want to add, because honestly, I think that this has made distance a little bit easier for us, is that we didn't start a relationship living in the same place. Yes. So yeah. while we do miss each other a lot, um, and it's a bummer to not be close by, it's not like we got used to having each other in our lives like just at the drop of a hat all of the time mm -hmm. and then had to go from that to being 
you know, a thousand miles away from each other. So I think the onboarding process was quite easy situation to be in. It did make it easier. I'd say particularly at the beginning, it's gotten harder the more time that we've gotten to spend together. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Did you guys? Oh, you go. Go No, I just wanted to like, because you were talking about that. I just wanted to ask, since you both have like this common base of like Colorado and like where you grew up, do you feel like that has also helped because you can, you know, both go visit your families and like still be able to interact with each other. And there's like something, um, you have this commonality, even though you currently live very different lives and in different time zones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that is partly something, yeah, particularly convenient and it just made me at least feel off the bat like I was just closer to him knowing that he was from my hometown and we had lived a very similar experience at least geographically and understanding especially some like really challenging life events that we both went through in high school um literally just having been at Arapahoe um but as far as just pertaining to our long distance and understanding that there would be a possible end in sight was knowing that like both of us have family there and Mm -hmm. granted it was never like a guarantee from the beginning but I think we kind of talked about pretty early on that you know we do kind of both have a goal of being close to our families and so having that sort of set in mind instead of just this lofty where is this going to go is Mark going to be you know staying on the west coast for the rest of his life or what's going on you know um has definitely made it kind of like I don't know set somewhat of a end on it so yeah I don't know if that makes sense Mark what do you have yeah Yeah, I was just going to say, I think probably the best part about having both our families in Colorado was that meeting each other's families happened pretty instantly. So when Kaylin came to Colorado that one week that she had work off, um, it was pretty like bold of her and I, but we kind of just like fast tracked the whole process because yeah. like I met her family and we just got to chat and like we were, you know, it was COVID. So we were like outside, but we still had such a fun time getting to know each other. And then she came over to my house and got to meet my family. And then since then, we've been back to Colorado. I've been back twice, once for a wedding that we went to together. And then a second time for this past Christmas, Kaylin went home for Thanksgiving. I did not. And then I went home for Christmas and Kaylin did not. But when Kaylin wasn't there, it was really nice because her family like uh, wanted to see me and I wanted to see them too. And um, Caleb was a little disturbed because we kind of orchestrated to hang out with each other. With, like no one really told Kaylin. She yeah, was like, wait, my boyfriend's with my family. Like, What's going on? He invited Mark over tonight. And I was like, I don't trust you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Kaylin's family is very fun. They're rambunctious. They're in yeah. <laughs> they're, they're amazing though. I really, I, I'm, I mean, I liked them at the beginning, but I'm liking them more and more as we go on. Um, Yeah. And yeah, I guess that answers the question about Colorado. 
since Mark, you had a long distance relationship before and then Kaylin for that summer, you kind of had one. Um, did you guys have any like really big expectations of what a long distance relationship would look like or from what you've heard from other couples who have been in long distance relationship? Like what were those type of expectations that you thought of? I could start on this one. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. Um, I really think because I had a bad experience last time and because Kaylin felt worth it to me to try again for long distance, I went into it like with a really creative approach actually mm -hmm. of thinking, how can I make my Enneagram is a one. And so it's the reformer. And I'm always like, how can I make things better, you know, for the world, for myself, for other people, for relationships. So I was kind of like, dang, I, I never wanted to do this again, but I see this challenge as an opportunity and Kaylin's worth it. And so I kind of started brainstorming, like what are the ways to make distance like sustainable? Um, and what are the ways to make it exciting and fresh and fun? So something that my ex-girlfriend had said to me at the very end of our relationship that just like stuck with me forever is she, she said, we have made no new memories together since you left for college. Besides me like visiting for Christmas and stuff that year, oh, like harsh. I know, but it and I was obviously really hurt by that, but it was really true. Like, um, so I kind of going into this, I was like, I need to find a way to make memories with Kaylin. And we've gotten lucky because we've been able to travel quite a bit to see each other, trying to be as safe as possible, obviously during COVID. Um so that's made it a little bit tricky, but sometimes the flights have also been just like really cheap. So that's been a little bit nice, but um, I think seeing each other. And then also when we do spend like a month or a month and a half at a distance, we try to have like date nights or we do like online puzzles together. <laughs> we like, we are reading a book together. The universe online of Christ was like our first kind of legit date. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> this virtual puzzle website called like jigsawpuzzle.io. You can like yeah. see the other person's like virtual hand scrolling around the screen and picking up the pieces. It's really fun. Yeah. It's honestly a blast. <laughs> Kaylin and I, the very first date we had, we like, I like was like, hey, like hold my hand. And we put our little digital hands. Like, on top of <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Maybe we, if you want that edited out, babe, we can edit that out. <laughs> I just no, think it's okay. funny. Keep it in. Keep it, Keep in. it in. I that's my favorite. That. Like, stop embarrassing me, okay? I know, I know. <laughs> I feel bad. I should let Kaylin say these things. No, it's okay. <laughs> Sorry, Mark. I kind of get on your case for something. <laughs> no, that's okay. That like I. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. We'll move on. I love that you're so proud of our sweet memories. I I am too. Yes, but yeah, they are a little bit embarrassing. I understand that. <laughs> okay anyway anyway um yeah so we we try to spice things up by just like having date nights over facetime and like disney plus we watched soul together you can now do this thing where you like link up an account that was so cool and we've discovered other little online things like playing chess together kaylin watched um gambit. Queen's gambit and so yeah yeah how have my expectations changed um I didn't have too much of a expectation set from the previous relationship that I was in um just because that time period was so short um 
that it didn't feel like we really had to work that hard to maintain anything. And I knew this would be a whole different ballgame, especially trying to kind of get through those initial stages of dating someone where you do know them well. Um, but especially for me, I'm super introverted. Um, just it, it takes a lot for me to get comfortable with someone. I think I was particularly nervous about knowing that pretty much the only activity in our wheelhouse was like talking <laughs> like constantly, which was wonderful. And I will say is actually kind of an advantage to doing long distance. You're forced to really get to know the other person and understand like why you want to be in it. Um, so I think my expectations um, changed have been changing kind of over the course of this um as maybe at the beginning I think I did find it a little bit easier um because Mark and I had not spent a lot of time together in person but now that I know how great that is it's hard to not want it all the time so um I, I honestly think that my view of it has become a little bit harder over time. We've done a lot to kind of work around that and it still is totally great and worth it. But yeah, I definitely, I don't know. I, I have seen a lot of my friends do long distance and do it really well. And I've seen some of my friends do long distance really poorly. Um, and I, I'm grateful to have learned from that and especially have learned like the value in looking forward to the times that you're going to get to spend together, making sure that you do have something on the calendar and like something to look forward to. Um, not that our dates on the internet aren't incredibly valuable and just kind of like Mark said, we do find a way of making memories together from a really long way away and you know, like watching Soul together the other day. I'll never forget that. It was so much fun. It was like we were in the same room, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think I, I've, I've gotten a little bit more like run down by it more recently than I think I did particularly like right in the beginning, um, but just because I miss him. So, <laughs> And that's for both of us. Um, I echo all that Kaylin said. Um, basically, I also have, my expectations have changed over time, and because we have an end date in sight, that's really nice, but I think the longer that we've done distance, the harder it has gotten, so basically everything that Caitlin said, I, I am in the same boat, mutually agree upon. Okay, cool. For your mutual agreement. <laughs> that's good, that's good to hear. Yeah. Mutuality, um, equality, social justice, <laughs> the pillars, let's bring them back. The listeners have to go back and listen to your episode if they haven't already to know. Um, okay, well, then two two parts of my next question. Um, you mentioned that you guys have an end date in sight, and so I'm just curious on your thoughts on whether a couple should or shouldn't have an end date. I know everyone's situation is different, and so um, maybe people are in a situation where they can't quite yet. Maybe they're, like, still in college. I don't know. Um, but do you think that, like, what do you think about that? And then also kind of going off of your expectations changing, what are some highs and lows of being long distance? You can go ahead, Caitlin. Great questions. Um, I kind of want to start with the highs and lows um, question. Just highs and lows. Please cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know that song? It's uh, the Hillsong Worship song. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Kayla and I are like so barely Christian, good. but we love this song. It's so good. Um, but anyway, just because some of these have particularly shocked me um a really I I mentioned this earlier but something so beneficial about distance especially like I said doing kind of the early stages of a relationship uh at a distance is you are forced to get to know this person very well because yeah you have options date-wise as far as yeah doing online puzzles trying to find a way to watch a movie together stuff like that but the majority of your time is spent conversing and I mean that's really how you figure out if your ideals and you know goals hopes kind of all that stuff is gonna line up with this person or not so yeah luckily Mark likes to talk and um, it makes me like to talk so I have been, yeah, just grateful and blown away at how much it became to feel so worth it um, and so obviously worth it early on because we just talked about everything. And um, yeah, I think it's given our relationship a really awesome foundation you know just going forwards even when things are particularly hard like I hope every couple gets to the point where they feel like they know the other person so well that they can always kind of come back to that ground knowledge of like who they are at their very core but I think because that is I felt like we kind of saw a lot of that in each other really early on um now it it feels yeah, just really grounded and um, safe. And yeah, I, I don't feel like there are a lot of surprises in his like personality corners for me anymore because we've just talked about so much of it. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's definitely been a really awesome advantage. I think something else that is really special and we have touched on this together is, you know, this is a stage of our relationship that, you know, we are planning on continuing uh, our relationship in person, but this part specifically is kind of a time that we won't really have back. And while we don't wish to make it last longer than it absolutely has to, um, there's something really neat about being able to look at our relationship in these little episodes where um, I get to see him and he gets to see me here and we have these very specific collection of events to each time we've seen each other at each stage in our relationship. Um, now that, yeah, we've just kind of moved forwards from being really early on to kind of having this deeper, um, more like long-term thing. It's crazy. I can't believe we've, how long have we been dating? Like eight months, nine months? Eight months and two, uh, in yeah. two days from right now. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's like, pretty sizable proud of us um we're we're getting there yeah uh so yeah we'll get to reflect on these visits like many vacations like even years from now yeah years from now yeah even though it's really just kind of been the two of us like doing our own thing um Mm -hmm. pretty much every time but yeah it's been really special so highs only highs 
<laughs> that's not that's true, Kayla. <laughs> I only I already talked about my lows. <laughs> but I feel like it's productive. Like most people like want to I mean, for us to kind of divulge the obviously not everything, but just saying like that distance doesn't come without difficulty just like even an in-person relationship doesn't come without difficulty I think it's just a different type of difficulty so the problems that surround like it's the same side of the or a different side of the same coin because the same things that make the long distance relationship really like interesting unique different fun for Kaylin and I also when we're not together kind of make it like difficult because the contrast is so large so Wait, wait to yeah. find the right words for that, Mark. Oh, thanks. I feel like you kind of said the same thing. But um, yeah, so I think that when you're, you know, just enamored, pretty much the last time Kaylin and I spent with each other, we were just like enamored with each other. Just like, you know, we had the best time ever. It was probably our favorite trip to date. There was a night where on December 13th, we were stargazing and it was the night of a very like traumatic event that we both went through high school together in the anniversary of that, like the seventh anniversary. And it happened to be the same night as the Geminids meteor shower. shower. And we saw probably 50 shooting stars. Also, before... I've seen maybe two shooting stars in my life. In her life. I've been so unlucky with my shooting star. Wow. Don't worry. I'm I the same did. way, Kaylin. I've seen I was going to say, yeah. yeah, I was like, have I seen one? I don't even I know. I did not see one until I was in college. <laughs> yeah. No. Thank you. I'm glad that I am not we alone. We will validate you. <laughs> maybe in a movie, maybe. <laughs> maybe I've seen one. I don't, I did take astronomy, but that's, a ta- that's another story for <laughs> that's another, another time. <laughs> um, so yeah, just continuing by saying that um, I think the things that, you know, make it so good, like, that night, then when you are, like, it's almost this feeling of, like, being robbed of that when you part ways with each other, Mm -hmm. Um, and Kaylin and I are similar in a lot of ways, but we're different in some ways, where um, sometimes, like, before and after our trips, we kind of, like, process different things at different times, or we feel different things at different times, and sometimes those, like, misalign a little bit um, as far as, like, you know, the way we're processing the information that we either are reflecting upon or just experienced. Um, so I would say, yeah, the the highs and lows song is funny because the highs and lows of our relationship, like, thankfully, actually, the lows have not been, like, low, low. I would say it's been, like, very high highs and then, like, like <laughs> just, like, super, like, medium, I mean, small lows, but the contrast between them makes the lows feel like lower yeah. than they actually are, I think. Yeah. Um, because all things considered, like we've had eight months of literally the easiest relationship that I've ever been in. And it's been at a distance and something just like clicked for us and it made it so natural and easy. Something yeah. Kaylin and I have talked about a lot together and it was my grandmother's admi- advice to me when uh, in the relationship that I was in right before Kaylin, not this girl from high school, but someone that I was with in college. And I was talking to my grandma about it and she said, Mark, you know, a relationship should be difficult about 20% of the time. If it's ever difficult or, and it should be relatively good about 80% of the time. Like you're gonna have struggles, but it should be like this 80-20 rule. And 
I, she said to me, Mark, it sounds like what you're experiencing in the past. Um, her advice to me was pretty much break up with this girl because she was like, you're experiencing like a 2080, like 20% of the time. It's like really, really, really good. And then most of the time it's like, like, like fairly bad. And so I was just like living for these like small, small moments when in fact, um, the big, big moments were just like overweighing that. And Caitlin and I's is like the exact opposite way around. So it was I a pretty easy precedent to, um, start to beat. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but at the same time, like, even if I were to assess Caitlin and I's relationship, we're like 90, 10, you know, it's like 90% of the time it's good. And 10% we're like, well, something's going on. What's happening. Yeah. So like, sometimes we do have to like figure stuff out and communication, um, is like been the best thing for that even though we're at a distance you know we just have to try to find a way to like um kind of communicate what we're thinking and feeling if we're feeling like some dissonance or tension between us or something like that sometimes you can't like read the body language of being in person with someone but you Kaylin and I kind of sense the body language of like our digital communication with each other and I'm just like, huh, you know. Mark, like, more so than I, I have this horrible tendency. Not horrible, just my don't own Don't call yourself horrible, babe, right. yeah. Um, I, like I mentioned, am pretty introverted, uh, pretty independent. Um, and my life in St. Louis is pretty independent. I live very far, well, obviously, Mark and I both live really far away from our families. But, um, yeah, I sometimes when I get back here, feel like my life here is so separated from Mark. And um, it, it just is always this adjustment period from seeing each other to then like being in my long distance relationship versus, and then like going back to seeing him and adjusting mm -hmm. to like being in person again. There's always like a little bit of a time frame, um, at least for me, which Mark can attest to. Um, just yeah getting settled over like the first couple hours of just being with each other and so yeah there's kind of this struggle both ways to just integrate everything like integrate the distance and you know this almost virtual relationship into my regular lived experience in St. Louis and then to integrate like Mark physically back like into everything when we go and see each other so yeah yeah I do that think that definitely decreases every time we see each other yeah. <laughs> I think Kaylin uh something like I am because I'm an extrovert and I love you know just like external stimuli like changing and like things becoming interesting to me um I adjust very quickly to like the reception of something new but on the withdrawal of that new thing, like, you know, if when I've lost a job these last two months or when Kaylin leaves, you know, that's kind of what impacts me more. So that's what I was saying earlier where Kaylin and I process things a little differently. I find like right when I'm in person with her, I'm just like, I don't even think about it. It's like five minutes and I'm like, oh, here we are back in the, and then I, I have to be really patient and gentle and be like, you know, sometimes Kaylin, you know, she's adjusting a little bit to the, to the difference this and I'm also quite a lot <laughs> to um not in a bad sense but I'm just a lot of energy and I think because Kaylin's also a night shift nurse as a labor and delivery nurse she's a badass 
and she like goes back to St. Louis and then will like immediately start like working at night basically. And I've been over here. It's been a little tricky because for the last like three to four months, I've had quite a bit of job instability because of COVID. And so I've kind of been like, I get home and I'm like, you know, I'm all like sad about Kaylin leaving. And then I'm just ruminating about it all day. And then I'm like overthinking things, getting like anxious and nervous about stuff because I like miss her so much. And that kind of like has that sort of inequality of like, um, or not inequality, but just like difference in lifestyle has, I don't think there's been anything that's popped up like actually in between us that has been like, I really like hate this thing that you do or blah, 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 like bickering. We don't, we've never bickered. I don't think up to this point. I mean, maybe tiny, tiny things here and there, but we've just been like, huh, you know, like we're on such different planar levels right now, as far as like our life circumstances goes, like Kaylin's been a night shift nurse, our whole relationship and her schedule, I mean, has changed to some degree because she used to work a lot of days in a row and then have a lot of days off. Now she kind of spreads it out a little bit and it's less stressful. But for me, it's been like since July, which was like pretty much right after we started dating. Um, I was working at a VR studio, then that kind of crashed and then I got a job. I was promised to be the general manager of that company. That didn't work out. I was just waiting around for a month and a half went a little bit crazy during the election season, um, <laughs> consumed too much news during the election season, but who couldn't? Cause it was just probably the most entertaining reality TV show we could have ever seen. And, <laughs> and then it was a horror right? film and then it became a horror film like a week ago. Anyway, don't get me started on this, <laughs> but, um, so yeah. And then, um, so yeah, I think that's presented its own like unique challenges as far as the circumstances of our, our relationship goes. Yeah, yeah. I hope um, anyone listening to this maybe feels a little bit affirmed in at least kind of what I had to contribute to this about, yeah, taking a little bit of time to adjust to both sides of the relationship being far away from each other and then having to like reintegrate this person physically into mm-hmm. your life because um, I can feel guilty about that sometimes uh, and it, it makes me like wonder and feel bad about you know am I hurting Mark by you know struggling to figure out how to like get back into motion um, in either of these senses but yeah you know just are you saying kind of telling people like it's yeah, basically like, okay to okay to feel to yeah feel that way you know mm-hmm. like you're not the only I think Kaylin and I have like done a really good job for the most part at just because I mean maybe it's because of the season of COVID and everything but just trying to show each other as much grace as possible because like it's just a weird thing like we're in a long distance relationship we met during a pandemic you know, there's just a lot of things that are kind of weird. So sometimes, you know, the little things that come up between us, it's like, I just kind of have to let you like be a human and I'm going to be kind of weird sometimes too. And I'm going to be human and like struggle with certain things. And both of us are are learning, I think, to, to accept like the humanity of the other person more and more. Totally. Yeah. I think that there was a, a tail end of 
of this question about like having an end date do you want us to yeah if you guys could just speak to like how that oh, helped yeah, you really or that. yeah yeah um going back to what I was saying about us both being from Colorado was I think we kind of had at least this little bit of affirmation from the beginning where we didn't necessarily know exactly when this was going to happen um but that both of us were really hoping to kind of yeah make our move in that direction um in our individual lives which was also super important to me to not feel like I was stepping into someone's life and making them feel like they had to compromise their hopes and wants to um, make a future work. Um, And yeah, I I do think that it looks very different for everyone. Um, But on, in the same breath, uh, I think not having an idea that you at least do want to end up in the same place in a relatively short time frame. Um, if neither of you feels like you can commit to saying, yes, I want to end this distance and then hopefully a little bit down the road being able to say, this is when I, I think that, that I can make it happen and kind of like mutually agreeing on a place to be, like you're just skirting around a problem that you're probably going to have to keep skirting around. Um, and, you know, it, it is a lot of commitment and it's hard and it's, um, yeah, just like emotionally and financially not stable to like stay in a long distance relationship forever. Um, so by not sort of taking some sort of initiative to, put in an idea of when it's going to end Mm -hmm. is maybe a little bit like unfair to both of you because you know if you you can't do it forever like there's just Mm -hmm. literally no way you know um so if there's a reason that you can't commit to it maybe confront that um but also yeah it like if there isn't really a reason for it just sit down and talk about it because it's actually really helpful and gives us a lot of hope for you know what's coming (laughs) but anyway I think there's because we've touched on this a couple times there's unique things to learn at a distance I think people should have a different perspective about distance where it's one of those things like just like everything in life in moderation you know like it's okay to have a healthy dose of distance whether you're starting off with distance like Kate and I did or you, you know, someone else you're dating moves away for a job for like a year or two or something like that. It's, I think you should, it's, it's better if you see it as instead of an obstacle, an opportunity to like learn something new about yourself and about the other person and about how well you do this, this different unorthodox sort of approach, which Emily had noted is becoming more popular, especially now. Yeah. Um, But I do think it is ultimately I'm a person that's very firm in believing that like we as human beings are meant to be like physically grounded in where we are. We're meant to be present. And for me, I think that was my biggest takeaway from my first relationship is that I wasn't about to sit through my whole college career and just be dating this person who I was never going to see. And that kind of is what made it slowly like crumble to the ground. Um, And this time around, even though it's at times been kind of like 
<laughs> it just has seemed like me being really aggressive. But I, I've been like, Kaylin, like, I want to, like, end distance between us, you know, like, I'm coming home, I'm going home to Colorado, or I'm going here. And it's not necessarily because I'm like, oh, ready for the future with Kaylin or anything like that. It's just because I think we have had our healthy dose of distance. And we're kind of coming to the tail end of it. We both feel that we're starting to be like, yeah, this has been harder the last couple of months, not like bad, not like our relationship's bad, but just like wishing we were in person together and realizing and reflecting that we've learned a lot apart from each other. But kind of the next trial, you're in like phase two of the relationship, like seeing if it works in person. So that's what she and I are going to approach next. And I'm really excited for that. I know there are, you know, a its own set of circumstances and challenges that will come with that too, that we'll kind of have to learn like a new language almost like distance is a little bit of a language. And then a relationship in person is also a little bit of a, of a language that you have to adjust to. Yeah. To be gentle on the, on the end date subject again, to kind of like Mark was saying, sometimes it can feel really aggressive to be like, I want to end the distance in our relationship. Cause you're like, Oh my gosh, that is such like a big step or it feels like it is, even though like having a relationship in person is a totally normal thing, you know? <laughs> um, but uh I think that to have that that hope and goal is really great. Um, but I, I, I also think that having, you know, your expectations in check is a really important part of maintaining like emotional boundaries um, to know, you know, like, yes, this is what Mark and I are hoping for. Um, but like, who's to say that something drastic couldn't happen in the next like yeah. few months that kept Mark in Santa Barbara um, or like, I got this amazing opportunity that I couldn't pass up. Like the, the chances of that happening are obviously so much lower and it's not what we would be hoping for. Um, but just to maintain that respect of hoping that the other person can feel comfortable to like, you know, maintain your relationship, but also like take care of themselves and their goals, mm. um, I think is, is really important. So that, that obviously looks different for everyone. Um, and I do think it's important to still know if you're like working towards making your distance end, um, but make room for the other person's like, you know, personal well-being, whether that's a career opportunity or, or whatever it is, it's, it, it's going to look different for everyone, but yeah, and I really love that because you guys have been able to give so many little tidbits um, and just perspective from you guys to those that are either in a long-distance relationship right now or even considering one in the future. Um, and I mean, I was in one for three years with my now fiancé, but I've been one to say that I think every couple should go through some amount of long distance, um, whether it might not be three years, but a short amount of time just because, like Mark was saying, it's such an opportunity to learn and grow and just be able to be, to get to know each other on a little bit of a different level than you would be in person. Um, so yeah, it is such an opportunity that couples can have um, for a short amount of time. Um, I think too, it would be good just if you guys want to say any like little last words or advice um, that we haven't covered yet just to anyone either in 
a long distance relationship right now or considering one in the future um if you guys want to say anything about just like last words um before we wrap up we can do so that's so amazing that you did distance for three years (laughs) it was not easy I'll tell you that yeah (laughs) one of my best friends actually just got engaged on New Year's Eve and she and her boyfriend did long distance through all of college um yeah yeah which was so crazy I feel like even though I didn't have a lot of personal experience doing distance with someone um before Mark uh I was fortunate to have friends like her in your Mm -hmm. situation or a couple of my other friends that had really great advice on on how to do it well so yeah no advice I'll pull in some points that we've talked about throughout this whole thing, um, but finding ways to, yeah, really create new memories together um, during your time doing distance that aren't even necessarily meaning like you meeting in person, watching a movie together, finding some activity you can do online. Mark and I are actually reading a book together, um, which has been going on for a long time. It's a pretty dense book that it's taken a lot of time for us to kind of work through, but um all those kinds of things that you can really share with the other person beyond just like talking every day um which is great and can be super meaningful um but could also become very monotonous and feel like what are we doing you know um but yeah finding those little almost like nuances and and ways to make it yeah like memorable and interesting and different um when you can uh and second thing that is advice that I got going into this relationship and can definitely attest to is um having your date set for when you're going to see each other next Mm -hmm. and being able to look forward to that especially when you're feeling very distanced from the other person um or having a yeah just having a difficult time in general um but yeah that that can help with the feeling of loss of your like in-person you know relationship um and yeah just help you stay grounded in like what this is really about because you're not going to do distance forever um so yeah, being able to look forward to those little increments all the way until the time that you get to to actually be together, um, it's I think a really wonderful piece of advice. And yeah, to just appreciate distance for what it is, um, to be excited about like we kind of said the opportunity to get to know someone in such a different way um, and get to really know them and. Um, understand what it is that they value and what you value um, and how that could work together uh, when you're able to integrate that into a physical relationship um, is, yeah, I think really important. Um, Instead of giving like advice, I don't know if I have any advice. I feel like I've said a lot already, but I would say that um, I would definitely recommend a long distance relationship now, as opposed to, you know, years ago when I I just thought it was just so hard, the worst thing, you know, you can't make it. And it's all about your attitude. That's probably what I would say is like your attitude going into it. I think what made it worth it for me, was being like, this could be, you know, how can we make this fun? How can we make it interesting? 
And I mean, if we just go through photo albums of the, the photos of Kaylin and I together on these trips that we have visited each other, they're so like, you really kind of live life to the fullest because you know that you have this special time together when you're in person. So the tension between the distance and then being together in person just makes those in-person interactions so fueled with so many good memories. Um, And so taking advantage of those times and then also, you know, taking advantage of what you can learn through distance all in all creates like a great experience. If I, someone, I told Kaylin, if someone absolutely forced me to do distance for like, I mean, not the rest of my life, but for like another year or something like that. And they were like, you can't be like this person. I would do it. I mean, I would try my best. It's, it's definitely gotten, you know, we realized more that we want to be together in person. There's been like a sharper desire for that, but you know, I have better outlooks on it now than I, I used to. Yeah. Would recommend. I, I have one more thing to say <laughs> that I just came up with. Good, Go do um, it. Yeah, distance is fun and interesting and great for the, for the right person. Um, yeah, that's a great point. If you are feeling hesitant or like you are seeing in your conversation that there are some big things that aren't aligning. Um, mm especially as far as what you value and your life goals. Um, I, I think it would be fair to yourself and the other person to maybe reevaluate and decide yeah. like maybe this needs to wait until we can do this in person because I don't want mm-hmm. to, you know, just, you know, be kind of um, reckless with how, yeah you're forcing this person to spend their time and their money if you're not going to kind of like really commit to doing it well. So, yeah. That is such a great point. That is, that's amazing. Thank you. (laughs) I feel like we should have said that like the very first thing. Yeah. I can't believe we didn't say that. I think it's kind of implied in in some of those. That's true. I echo that. Um, So I just wanted to piggyback off something that Kaylin, um, you were saying about how um, long distance is right for the right people and like if things align and I've only been in one long distance relationship and it was my most recent one and it was decently like it was a fair relationship but it was kind of short um but I can firmly say that the distance was not at all a contributing factor to like why it didn't work out so I think mm-hmm. if people are hesitant in any way because of distance as somebody who was very against it um prior to experience it I can say that um I can attest to what you guys are saying and that I think if it's the right people and um, the right situation, then you can really make the most of it. So um, with all that said, we have a fun, we're going to play Would You Would you Rather with you yeah. guys. Um, so a little Emily different, Mark, so you don't have to do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, and just, then it's just fun. Um, it's scarier, though. It could be. Emily has the questions. Okay. I actually don't. I only know one of them. So okay. I'm, yeah, I'm just as surprised as you You know be. two of them. I literally just told you two of them. Sorry, I miscounted too. <laughs> I only remember one. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, two. How many are there? Okay, there are four. Okay, are four. all right. So who okay. answers Who answers first? Or do we answer together? What do we do? Anyone. We can all answer, but it can be an yeah, order. Okay. Yeah. You're right. Okay, all right. Okay, so the first one is, would you rather never be stuck in traffic ever again or never get another cold? 
never be stuck in traffic hands down yeah same same (laughs) i would never get a cold because i'm the most miserable being on earth when i'm sick oh okay is that a guy thing because i'm a baby child I'm it a baby is a child. Guy thing. Emily yes. and I talked about it so every, not every, but a lot of our partners in the past and or present yeah, have just, they're present, just, yes, yeah, <laughs> um, are just babies. Like all of a sudden, yes. like can't they turn into zombies? I have not seen Mark ill, but I am. It is not a fun time. <laughs> Definitely not a fun wow. time. Wow. Yeah. Such a male trait. Such a male trait. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And then, would you rather live on the beach or a cabin in the woods? Well, obviously, I still live in Santa Barbara, so I'm going to go at the beach. Ooh, this is a good one because Kaylin and I are from, this is good (laughs) because Kaylin and I are from Colorado. Kaylin, I want to hear your answer first. Woods, live in the woods. The woods. What do you think, Mark? I want to hear Emily. Oh, I would live, I'm a Pacific Northwest girl. I would live in the woods. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Emily. Drum roll. I would live in the woods. No, you wouldn't. Yes, yes. I would. Kaylin <laughs> <Aileen> calls BS. <laughs> yes, I would. Yo, let me tell you something right now. I live in Santa Barbara, and I go to the beach once every six months. Actually, that's so true. You never <laughs> that's do. true. Yeah. I like don't. I like living in Santa Barbara, but not because of the beach. I always get to Santa mm. Barbara. I'm like, so can we go to the beach today? And Mark's like, I was thinking maybe tomorrow. I'm like, oh, I want to go every day. <laughs> no, I'm the I same I've way. I've gone to the beach with Kaylin and not by myself in the last, mm. like, eight months. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel the same way. I just, I just need to know it's there. And I just yeah, need the option. True. Mm. That's true. But I don't take that option very often. <laughs> next question. Okay, next one. Um, would you rather be a kid your whole life or an adult your whole life? I know Mark's answer to this. <laughs> yeah, just say it. Mark would rather be a kid. Yep. <laughs> Ten years old. And I'm young. constantly mourning my childhood pretty much every day of my life. <laughs> I like myself better as an adult, personally. I would. I also like you better as an adult. <laughs> oh, shade. Shade. <laughs> How much shade. But I didn't know you as, as a kid. But, I mean, I like you now. So, That's And this the is the only version of you that I know. Yeah. Way to try to save that. This version. Yeah. Brie, what, what are you saving, Brie? Uh, I said I'm Brie. No, I was making fun of you, Mark, for trying to save it. You're like, oh, I actually didn't know, know you as a kid. Anyway, um, I, I don't know. I like, I agree with Kaylin. Like, I like myself better as an adult, but being an adult's kind of hard sometimes, and I don't enjoy it. And like, oh. yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with adult. Yeah. Oh, you're going with adult. I thought you were gonna yeah. say kid. Yeah, I almost did for a second, but I'm gonna stick with adult. <laughs> You were like, yeah, like, being an adult's really hard, but, like, yeah, I'd be an adult. (laughs) (laughs) Just because I feel like in the last couple months, I've, like, gone to a point where I'm, like, I have, like, I have, I don't know, like, I have what I need. Not that I didn't as a kid, but I just, like, it feels like I'm really happy Mm -hmm. with, like, the life I've created for myself as an adult and, like, the people that I surround myself with and, like, being able to go home and visit my family, but also, like, having a space to call my own. And it's just, like, it feels very balanced is what I would, should say like I just feel like I've reached a balance hopefully it stays we'll see if it gets uprooted but like that, 
I don't know, as a kid, you don't think about that stuff either. Yeah. So, yeah. But that's the best part about being a kid. You don't think about <laughs> Yeah, it's like anything. the blissful <laughs> ignorance to the rest of, yeah, that's true. True. Okay, Emily. last question. Wait, oh, Emily. Oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, Emily. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think I'd rather be an adult too. Kind of like what Bree said is like, I. I think I value my relationships so much more as an adult. So then, then I can like have more fun with the people around me. Whereas like as a kid, I loved my friends, but like, I'm also not friends with like everyone that I was as a kid. And so I don't know. I I wonder if this is also like a male to female, like sort of different answer type thing, you know? Is this connected to Mark being a baby when he gets sick? (laughs) I don't know. There's a good chance. I was oh, just I kind of thinking that. based off of what all of you said that like I guess being an adult is really cool because <laughs> like when I was a little kid yeah like I don't have all these problems that I feel like I have now but I didn't have like close friendships I didn't have like an intimate you know like friendship and close relationship with my girlfriend and I didn't like you know like all the richest things come the richest and the hardest things come in as, a, as an adult but probably like the purest and like the most simple and uh, kind of magical things come as a kid, maybe. Yeah. Maybe like as we grow like into age, there will be like an old, old adult, you know, like when we're grandparents. There's someday. literally a term for that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what is it? In like developmental stages, I can't remember exactly what it is, but there's like adulthood middle adulthood you have like adolescence yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. interesting yeah yeah because i feel like i'm gonna like that stage of life (laughs) yeah it's okay to want to be a kid that's fine yeah yeah i kind of felt bad for wanting to be a kid for a second i was like shit i'm the only one that wanted to be a kid i was like something's wrong stand by it you own it (laughs) okay okay last one would Last you one. rather go into the past and meet your ancestors or go into the future and meet your great-grandchildren? Ooh. Oh, that's a really hard. I want to hear you, both of your answers first, Bree and Emily. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I... <laughs> Bree has an obvious answer to this. <laughs> I feel like it's obvious. I would want to go into the future and meet my mini-me's, mini-me's, mini-me's. <laughs> And see how long this diva lineage goes on. The diva so. lineage. <laughs> see, and it's funny because I would want to go into the past and meet my ancestors because I just, like, don't have a huge extended family. So, like, I want to know where I came mm. from and, like, know more of them. So I would want to go into the past. Oh, that's cool. That's so wholesome. Mine was, like, super no. <laughs> Yeah, that is really but... wholesome. <laughs> What's new? Both are valid. <laughs> but... <laughs> What about you guys? I would definitely go into the future. 100%. I 100% knew you were going to say that. <laughs> and I thought that you were going to tell everyone that I was going to say that before I said it. So thanks for holding on. <laughs> no, off. I didn't want to steal your thunder. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, yeah. Kaylin, I don't know what yours is going to be. I really, I really don't know. Um, I feel like I know what yours is. I feel like it's like barely one of them, but it is one. I don't know. I, I I think I would like to see my descendants. I, Ooh, think I, like I was wrong. I knew you were going to be wrong. 
<laughs> I don't even know you. Wait, did you choose the one specifically that you knew that I was going to choose wrong? Only partly for that reason. Okay, well, tell me why you want to go in the future, then. Well, I I want to, A, see what these see people See if we're still, still together. <laughs> wonder that. Um, also, clause, can we see what the world is like that they're living in? And how they're influenced. Like, I want to know what social awareness means in the year 2040. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I feel like the world and, yeah, just the future is definitely more intriguing. I mean, they're always mm. changing, but I feel like, you know, these, these younger me's products of me are gonna be just like so different yeah based on how different we already are from our like parents generations yeah so true yeah yeah i don't know all the reasons that they don't like me it's gonna be great (laughs) wait what why won't they like you no part of growing up they don't like me but you know how there's always things that you start to pick apart about like your parents and stuff right (laughs) Mm -hmm. i don't know about you my kids are gonna freaking love me (laughs) <laughs> I will make them best dad no, award every year. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Emily, that was the last one, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, thank you both for coming on the podcast, um, sharing so about fun. your relationship. Yeah, I mean, we were so excited to have you. Um, and you definitely lived to the uh the hype. Um Thank you again for being on this episode. Um, Kaylin, thank you so much for what you do and bringing babies into the world during a very (laughs) stressful time. Um, Round of applause, seriously. Um, (laughs) And we hope to have you both back. So um, with that, stay safe. Um, And to our listeners, um, tune in next week for a new episode. Bye, everybody.